Raphael Devers, big money man with the Boston Red Sox, speaking today at camp. Here's Ian Brown, who covers the team with the report. Devers pulled no punches in his opening of spring training presser, saying the Red Sox need to add more to the roster. What do they need? Devers said, quote, everyone knows what we need. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Rafi. And here's our friend Gabrielle Starr. She said, Devers says that he thought last season the Red Sox were focused too much on the future, referring to their quiet trade deadline and subsequent downward spiral. Quote, when those opportunities come along, we need to be more aggressive. Spot on. Ah, and here's Chris Cotillo. Raphael Devers on wanting more from the front office. Quote, they need to make an adjustment to help us players be in a better position to win. Everybody in this organization wants to win. We as players want to win. I think they need to make adjustments to help us win. Good for Rafa. Good for him. Rafi. He ain't going nowhere. He's got a contract. Damn, yep. good. Drop it on him. Drop Say it with like it is. Hell, fucking yeah. Can we get him on the show? Sure, let's do it. Okay. I've known him for years. I love that. So, I mean. He ain't wrong. Saying but... everything that we've been saying. The, the thing that I think everyone has a problem with, player-wise, Kratz, is you got rid of the GM that was building up a nice core and a nice farm system. Heim Bloom was doing a nice job on the front that he was supposed to cover, right? That ownership wanted him to cover. And then they let him go. Then you bring in someone new and everyone's like, ah, all right, we're going to get a little more aggressive. They even said they wanted someone more aggressive. Well, they're holding him back. So they're putting Craig Breslow in a bad situation, which is exactly why so many people said no to even having a conversation about that job. So players are pissed because they're like, Time to get a little aggressive now. We're the fucking Red Sox, right? And they just won't do it. And this guy sat through negotiations to get that $300 plus million contract. And I know, unless I am way off on Rafi Devers, I know that came up. Hey, what are we going to, like, if I sign this, this is great for me. What are we going to be doing? He's seen, he's heard Xander talk about what it's like to be a, world champion, multi-years, being there for years, the organization like or the, the fans and the city, how they just fall in love with you. They want to win, and I think he wants to win. That's why he stayed because I'm sure they told him, yeah, we'll build around you. You're, you're going to be the piece. We'll build around you, not build around you from whatever you know we feel like is fun to spend money on, like just crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Oh, we have Pavelbon coming on? Yeah, but oh, we'll, we'll get to the the Mississippi stuff. Let's bring in Jonathan Pavelbon right now for more on this as we get the fresh comments from Raphael Devers. Yes. He ain't got one of these, though. You're very distracting. Who is? You are. With Pap ain't got crazy. one of these, though. Look at He ain't got one. Where y'all at? Can, I can hear y'all. All right, we got <laughs> balloons. He's got. He just set off the uh, the phone emoji thing. Pap, Pap, you got us right. You hear us? Oh uh, yeah, I got y'all. Okay. Can so, you see us? Yeah, he's good. No, he can't no, see I, us. I, I, I can't see you. You can only hear us. Oh, you're missing it. You're missing it. We get to see you. That's all that matters. All right. Well, let, let's talk though. Okay. Let's get to biz. Oh, wait, so, Pap, hold, hold on. Got it. Hey. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I still can't see you, but whatever. 
<laughs> but you can hear us oh, and you look great. There it, it is. Got it. <laughs> so, Pap, did you hear what Rafael Devers just said? Yeah, you ain't got one of these, Pap. These are oh, fresh off the press. This, here, I'll stand up. This is fresh off the press right here. My boy Ooh. Charlie Stobbs works at Adidas, sent this to me special just for you. Ooh. Yeah. Love it. Pap, did you hear what Rafael Devers said today? I mean, it's real fresh. If not, yeah, we can we reiterate. We're yeah, on. we're on. We're on for we're real. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> I mean, about time. Hey, I might change. Hey, I might change his name to Pico because he's the Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> it's about damn time, right? Oh. And, and guess what? You gotta listen to the Gallo. I mean, he's there for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, all right. So, what do you think? Who should they sign? They got money. Uh, they got to pay you though for Nesson, but they got money on the side. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's pretty. It to me is pretty obvious. AJ, I think. Uh, let me turn it up a little bit here. It's pretty obvious. Um, everybody, everybody in Red Sox Nation knows what they need. Um, Everybody knows what they're lacking. And um, at the end of the day, I feel like um, there's no secrets anymore here with this organization. Um, even when you got shit, you got guys like uh, Pedroia, you know, FaceTiming with uh, Sam Kennedy and Alex Cora, you know, hey, what the hell is going on? So, and now you got Devers saying something. So, you know, I feel like sometimes, man, when, when, when you have a front office, that is trying to uh, turn it around. You sometimes got to listen to the guy that is there that you signed for a long time. The guy that was there for 18 years that showed you how the Red Sox play. Um, so I like it, man. Um, I, I really think that, you know, sometimes you need a kick in the ass to, to, to say, Hey, let's get this thing going. But um to me, the biggest thing is you got to go get this Montgomery kid, man. I think when you have a – this guy wants to play in Boston. The guy is working out in Boston. I think his um, his wife or fiancé or something like that, she's probably like real smart or something. And, you know, she's going to like one of those Ivy League schools up there getting a doctorate or something from what I hear. So, um, to me, you, get, you bring a lefty like this dude in. Um, I like him just because – He's that guy that could go out there and give you 200 innings. In today's day and age, that's hard to do. So somebody has got to eat up innings so that the, the, the bullpen doesn't lead the league in the world in innings next year. So is he the guy? Do you take him over Snell? Because Snell is going to punch I, out the world. No, I don't want I don't I, Kratzy, I I don't want anybody to punch out the world. I want a guy that has got a little bit of beef to him, you know, he's got some carnate and can go out there. He's not going to get hurt. We're not going to uh, Is he playing today? Is he starting today? No, like this guy, he toes the rubber and that's what I want. So, but of course I'm not making those decisions Breslow and amongst, you know, others are. Hey, when you were up there, weren't you up there for Sox Fest or Nesson Fest or whatever they had up there, and you like did a late night talk show. So, did you talk to Breslow? Did you talk to John Henry? Yeah. Did you talk to Kennedy about any of this? 
Yeah, we did. We had we we did. We had some good conversations. Um, I think their mindset right now, which I don't necessarily agree with, is making the perfect decision. Right, AJ? And we all know, man, like when you make these decisions in the offseason, you try to build a team, you, you can't worry about that. You can't worry about making the perfect damn decision, right? You're going to make mistakes, but the thing is, is you got to, in my opinion, you got to go after guys that you know are going to step right into your clubhouse and make a difference. And um, they understood that, but, you know, I, I I have a sneaky suspicion after um, talking with them that there's some kind of ace they're holding up their sleeve. They're waiting to make a big move. I, I, and I feel like they're, they're, they're playing the game right now. They're playing the Scott Boris game right now. You know, they're, they're I think in, in, in the Montgomery kid, Boris guy. Yep. Yes. Yep. So there you go. Is that the right thing to do? Is that the right thing to do for the city of Boston for – Rafi Devers, who signed for the rest of his life to be there for Boston fans. That's a great question, Kratzy. I think um, at some point, you, you know, you, they're going to have to pull the trigger or something or say, oh, we're not doing nothing. Like, you can't just sit here and play tiddlywinks. You can't just sit here and see what other guys are doing. I think that's what the first mistake they made was this offseason – was waiting to see what happens. Oh, let's throw in a bid here on Yamamoto. Let's see what – man, that, that's bullshit. You can't do that. To, to me, in the off, when the, as soon as the offseason starts, if I want a guy, I'm going to get that guy immediately. I'm not hanging around. I'm not, you know, going to try to get the best deal because at the end of the day, he's going to be gone. And look what happened. Hey, Pap, what do you think happens to Devers? I mean, just from a – verbal standpoint when a player says something like that I mean you played for this team for a long time does someone say something to him not necessarily hey don't say that but do they sit down with him and at least try and talk him through what their vision is because he's not seeing it right now yeah that's a good question now I think in my true honest opinion man I think um the Boston media, since day one he showed up in spring training, has been getting asked the same damn question over and over. And finally, you just say, you know what, the hell with it. I'm going to tell you what I think. So I think that's what happened here. <laughs> hey, do you, before we move on to something I can't wait to hear your opinion on, do you think they move Kenley Jansen and or Chris Martin this, before the season starts? You know, I think – I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Just – Strictly because they're going to want to find the perfect deal. Like I was speaking on earlier, AJ, you know, this front office, man, they're very calculated and they're very, uh, you know, analytical in the sense of how do we sign these players. And trust me, they don't want to make a mistake because they know that if they make a mistake right now, that mistake is going to cost them greater down the road, you know. So I feel like, you know, there's some hesitancy in there because of that. Um, but, man, at the end of the day, um, something definitely has to happen before opening day. I know uh, the Red Sox just signed um, Liam, which I feel like is going to be, you know, a, a good thing to have him in the bullpen, um, especially if you end up getting rid of Kenley. I feel like that's kind of a a, a hedge bet sign right there, you know, like like if I'm gambling, you know, early in the season versus late. So I feel like that was part of it. So 
if they shop him around, they find that perfect deal, he'll be gone. But I doubt that happens because you're not going to find that perfect deal this late in the season. Yeah, owner, ownership and, and teams, they talk themselves out of deals. But besides that, hey, I, I got to ask you this. Do you, what, what comes first in your life when you were playing? Faith, family, or baseball? Baseball. Okay. All right, because there's a guy out there in, in Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim, that said baseball – doesn't exist. It's just a job to him. And I think, didn't you play? You played with Anthony Rendon somewhere along the way. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, this doesn't come as a surprise to a lot of people that know him. They, 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 this is just him. And listen, we all understand, listen, baseball is a big deal, but obviously family comes before anything, including baseball. But for him to say this as a former teammate, what are your thoughts? Well, look. I've been through the whole gamut, man. When I was early, I put baseball before everything in my life. And, you know, it, it didn't work out as like I would. But look, at the end of the day, we all have our faith in, 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 in God, whether we're Jewish, Catholic, Baptist, you know. I, 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 that doesn't matter to me. And we all got families, right? We all have either, either we got a wife or we got a girlfriend or two or three girlfriends or, you know, we got mama coming to the games. All that. We all deal with that shit. Right. But at the end of the day, this is what you sign up for. And it drives me absolutely nuts to see guys. If this is what you believe, just keep your damn mouth shut. You don't got to say it. Um, because now, guess what? Everybody else that's going to come into that locker room is going to say, oh, well, we're third on the list here. We don't mean anything. And that's just, to me, a cancer in the clubhouse. Man, I look, when I played with this guy, I used to watch everybody, you know, because being a closer, you know, you're, you're the last one in the training room. You let the, the, the starters for the day get their work in, you know, your relievers, your starter, pitcher, then your relievers go in. Well, Closers are always the last one to go in the training room. It's how it works. Well, so I would always watch guys as they would come and go, and I would tell them, I said, he ready? Oh, shit, he ready. That guy, no, that dude ain't ready. He ain't ready today. And I could almost predict to you, like, how that game was going to go based on each player. And every single day this guy shows up to go out, it was like a chore. And he strictly got away with just raw athleticism and raw talent. Now, you can do that. But there's a reason why – has he even made an all-star game yet? Or may, maybe one? I don't know. There's a reason why, you know, he's not as successful as he really truly could be because he's got more God-given talent than probably all three of us sitting here talking. But at the end of the day, he don't give a shit. So when, when, when you put those two together – it's a bad recipe for me, man. If I'm, I, I'll be honest with you, man. If if I'm the Angels GM, I'm trying to get rid of this dude as fast as I can. And I, I knew that, like, when he became a free agent, because I think two years after I played with him again, I was like, man, whoever gets that dude is going to get totally whamboozled. They're going to just, he's, it's going to be the worst deal in history. And it's proven that way. What do you what do you do if you're a teammate? Because you will never be a GM. You said if I was a GM, you will never be the GM. You got no chance. They don't have chairs that roll fast enough for you in the GM seats. What what would you what would you tell him if, if you're you know you only played with him for a few months, but what would you tell him if you are Mike Trout? 
you're the other superstar. You're one of the one of the guys. You're the closer for the Angels. Yeah. Well, you know, Kratz, I've had many of these decisions. I mean, discussions with players before. You know, I, and some of them go as expected, and some of them don't. But for me, I strictly go to him. You know, if if I'm a closer and I say, hey, listen, like. There's certain guys on this team that expect you to do X, Y, and Z. And if you can't do X, Y, and Z, then we don't need you. And number two, if I'm out there and I'm on the mound and it's the, and the game's on the line and you don't want to be out there, take yourself out, please. Just, just take yourself out because I don't want to be a part of that. And, and we just agreed to it now. But – um. I, you know, I just try to be as honest as I can with them about how I'm going to go about it and how I expect you to go about it, right? And so maybe they have a team meeting. Maybe it takes Trout to be like, okay, I get it. This is how you feel, but this is not how the team's going to go. And, you know, you got to – I mean, something's got to be done, right, Kratz? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to say something. Did you ever play with a guy like that? Did you ever play with a guy where you were like, I see his cars here when I'm pulling into the parking lot, but I don't know if he's going to actually be playing. Grats, I'll be honest with you, man. Um, there's a there's a lot of guys. I know y'all played with them too. That they get away with just sheer talent. But what's what to me? What I always thought about was what separates like a, a you know a perennial all star guy from like a hall of famer is like you got talent, but also with that talent, there's like heart and there's desire, and then it's like okay, that never I'm never gonna give in type. So there's like he has none of that except for the talent. So when you have guys like that on the team, you've got to find ways to say, okay, we're stuck with you, but this is how we're going to do it. And if you don't want to pull on the same rope, then you got to let us know. But if you're willing to pull on the same rope, this is how we're going to do it. And you, you just, I mean, it's going to be a chore. It's, look, I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, after I saw that, Guess what I'm jumping on? Angels under. Total wins. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, I feel that, dude. I'm, I'm wondering if you're a team, and I know, you know most players would never touch this, and actually the Nats are going through this with Strasburg where they want him to give some money back, and he's like, fuck off. But with Rendon, being that it seems as if he genuinely does not want to play anymore, do you think that you could try and open up a – discussion that says hey give us three to five mil a year back for the next whatever is left three four years and you can go home you're done you cash out for the most part it saves us a little bit we can get rid of the headache we can replace you at the position because i don't think he wants to be out on the field and they can move on do you think that they could explore something like that yeah see that's why you should be a gm not me thank you so but yeah i i definitely agree with you on that because you know, if I'm a GM, I, I have to have that conversation with Anthony Rendon to say, what the hell are you talking about, bro? Like, what's the deal? Because this ain't how we're going to go about it this year. And if you if you want to be here, like, this is how we're going to do it. But if you don't, I'm fine with if you don't either, we'll let you go, you know? And let's find out what it's going to take to let you go. And if you're willing to do that, I'm willing to split ways too. Because the cancer is running through the Angels clubhouse. And it's not even, I mean, they just showed up in spring training, bro. 
You know what the first month's going to look like for the angels? Not good. Hey, you obviously saw Rendon's comments. Did you see what Mike Trout said about he wants I, to stay and, and getting traded is the easy way out? Do you agree with him? I, I, I kind of do. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, like – that's letting him win almost. That's letting him like get his like that's like letting a child get his way, right? It's like when my four-year-old wants to the bitch about the iPad at supper and I give it to her, then I'm at fault, right? No, we're gonna sit down and eat supper. But it, it's those little things that like, okay, well, no, we're gonna make him try to understand how we go about it and and change him. I think that's what Trout's kind of saying, like. Let's don't give him the easy way out. Let's let's try to reform him. I don't, but he ain't a kid you can reform, trust me. No, no, no. I'm saying Mike Trout said he doesn't want to get traded himself. He wants to stay oh. in Anaheim because if, if Trout goes in and asks for a trade, that's an easy way out for Trout instead of sticking through it with the Angels and the contract he signed. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no, no, no. If you ain't, <laughs> bro, he ain't winning. That's, not, that's, that's Trout being nice in my opinion, bro. I mean, like – it's miserable when you're on teams like this. It is to me it is. And if you give a shit, you're miserable. And the guys that don't give a shit are just okay with it. Kratz, you know as well as I do when we were in the Phillies, we were in last place every year. We fucking sucked. And there were some guys that were okay with that. Wouldn't you not agree with me? I wasn't there as long as you were, but yeah. There was there were some guys that were that were they just thought it would turn around eventually. Yeah, and they were okay with it, and we're just gonna no, you gotta do stuff. Like, yeah, so uh, if if I might Trout, man, trade me. Like, I think Trout's being politically correct here. Yep. Okay. So so let's let's finish with this, Pat. We're gonna do some BetMGM odds. So I'm gonna ask you about MVP, but. Real quick before that, I do have the number for you. 71 and a half wins for the Angels. That's pretty low. You taking the under? Yes. Okay. Under 71 and a half. I think they went 65 to 69 games this year. Wow. <sighs> there you go. So it's, it's almost a 100-loss team. Giggity. This year for the yeah. Angels. They, they, Thank I, you. they will be bottom of the barrel this year. There's no there, – guarantee you. I get to play the A's thirteen they times. Get to play the A's thirteen times. Yeah, the A's will beat them. They'll the A's will beat them sixty five percent of the time because the A's have young kids that are all young and dumb, and young dumb teams can whoop up on teams that are veterans that don't give a shit no more. All right, fair. fair. Okay. okay, so let me get your AL MVP pick. Okay, this is what's out there right now. Judge is the leader. Followed closely by Juan Soto. You're shaking your head. We'll get to Alvarez, Seager, who might start a little bit late. And then Julio, Gunner, Kyle Tucker, Bobby Witt, or somebody else off the board. I like Seager, but Seager, is, uh, he had a hell of a year last year. Um, you know, he probably partied a little extra this offseason. I don't think he's a partier. <laughs> I know, Corey. No, but he, he's coming off a sports hernia that they misdiagnosed, so he just got yeah. the surgery, so but he might start late. It, regardless of if he's a party or not, it's just, you, you know, at, AJ will tell you, man, after you win, it's just so much hard. That's why it's hard to win again. But my pick is J-Rod, okay? I love this kid. 
I think that he's trying to like do everything that he needs to do to be an absolute superstar. He wants to be a superstar. He says, you know what? I'm going to go learn English because I want to be a superstar. I'm going to do T-Mobile commercials because I want to be a superstar. And the only way to do it is to go out and win an MVP. So my money, expect, I, I cannot believe they have them at plus 1,200. You, you think that's, that. that's too low? That's a bargain. He thinks it's a bargain. He loves if, – if there's four numbers after the plus, Pap is all on board for that life. Yes, yep. sir. All right, we're going to need to see your bet slip. Oh. Uh, Easy. Do Easy. Uh, are we? We're bet MGM, right? I got to get my account set up because I was FanDuel last year. Yeah, uh, we're we're converting you over. Yeah, you're you're MGM now. Welcome yeah. to the family. Welcome to the non-dark side, <laughs> the light side. Hey, put but, my right, put my like name down. Part. Refer a friend. Put my name down when you sign up for it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Pick me. Okay. Same. Yeah, all of us. But I like it. What about Bobby Witt Jr. coming off the big contract extension? The Royals definitely will be better. Bobby Witt improved a lot in the second half of the season, plate discipline-wise, and the dude's probably going to steal 50, 60 bags if he's on the field. Yeah, I like this kid. I like him. Uh, I still think he's fairly young, man. You know, I think um, he's still got some uh, some growing room. You know, I still, th- I still think he's going to make his mistakes. But um, – Man, you know, like for me, when you after you sign your big deal like that, you know, I guess this is my question to y'all: Is it harder to 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 put up numbers because you want to put up numbers, or like do you think it's easier because you can say, "Oh, I got my money and relax"? Well, Julio Rodriguez struggled last year after signing his big contract. Let's not forget for the first couple months because he was trying to do too much, right? So I, I think. I think I think the one thing Bobby Witt has against him is the Royals aren't going to win a ton of games. I mean, yes, they they, they might hopefully they're over 500, and, and, but they're not going to be on the national stage. So in order for him to win an MVP this year, he's got to do something. Ronald Acuna 40, 70, you know, something crazy where people are like, "Oh, damn, we haven't seen that before." Um, because otherwise, you know, Julio Rodriguez is going to get more attention. Tucker, all those guys above him are all oh, Judge Soto. They're all going to get all the attention. And then Bobby Witt's going to have to kind of come up and almost sneak attack everybody because and put up numbers that are just insane. Because mm-hmm. even Alvarez, Tucker, they go into the they go into the year with more hype as a team. So more people are first series Yankees at Astros. Everyone's going to want to watch that series, right? Soto, Judge, Tucker, Bregman, the whole deal. So, I mean, it's it's hard when you're not yeah. on a great great team to to do that because you have to do more, I think, than anyone else. So, so in other words, so from a hitter's perspective, like you got to have some kind of protection, right? In, in order, you know, and be on a decent team, you know, protection in the lineup to to win it, right? So, I think that that that's a great point, man. Because you go back and look, how many MVPs have been on shitty teams? You know what I mean? And I and Soto playing in Yankee Stadium may may be a real special year too, man. I don't know about it. He he's he would be my next choice. He's playing for a half a billion dollars, too. Yeah. If he's an MVP, yeah. he's getting half a bill. Oh, yeah. So that matters, too. Well, Pap, good to see you, dude. Appreciate it, as always, yeah. of course. And we'll uh, we'll catch you soon, all right? We'll hit you up soon. All right, guys. Y'all take care, man. Good talking to you. You, too. Later, all Pap. Right, peace out. Go State. Hail State, bro. Hail State. I'm learning.
I'll get it down. University of Mississippi. Wrong. <laughs> um, oh, place your first bet MGM sportsbook wager through the app of at least five bucks. Paps in. You'll receive $150 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Download the app, sign up and deposit at least five bucks into the new account, place a wager in the amount of at least five bucks as standard odds price. And then once you do that, you will receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your wager. Gambling problem or concern called 1 800 Gambler. And we have a couple things to add to the table. Well, hold on. Before we go on, I want to say this. You know, we're talking about Bobby Witt. Mm hmm. But, like, people are like, oh, you got to be on a good team. You don't have to be on a good team because Trout, Otani, A-Rod, there's been a bunch of dudes that have won MVPs on bad teams. But you have to at least be in the spotlight. And Kansas City doesn't have that spotlight. It is really hard. I'm not I'm not saying the team that you can't do it, but you have to be so much better. But Trout and Otani, they got the spotlight, right? A-Rod, he was getting the spotlight because he just signed the huge contract, right? There was a spotlight on the Rangers when A-Rod went over there for 250. Everyone's like, oh, boy, look at him. Go, right? Bobby Witt, Kansas City, they don't get they don't get the attention because they're in Kansas City. And Crouch, you played there, you know how it is. It's an awesome place. It's a great fandom. They have unbelievable fans. The stadium, everything is great. The city's awesome, but they're not nationally that well known. People know, oh, Bobby Witt Jr. He's good. You know, people don't know how good this guy was, right? Or can be. So for me, again, in order for him to do this and win, which I hope he does, he's got to have a Ronald Acuna, Aaron Judge historical type year from the get-go and people have to say and they have to be somewhat talked about they have to win and they have to be talked about because mm -hmm. if they go 62 and 100 this year people are gonna be like yeah bobby witt had a nice year but eh, they suck well voters are better than this now but the park can hold you back too on homers they can definitely hold you back but i mean you're talking about a dude that was 30 to 49 we're almost talking 30 50 and you're, you're saying like can he get to a 40 70 I think so. People, how many we, people were talking about it, though? How many people outside of hard, hardcore baseball fans were talking about it? Everyone was talking about Acuna. I remember walking, you could walk around everywhere, and people were like, damn, this dude's doing this, right? Bobby Witt, they're like, oh, he's good? Like, he's supposed to be good. He's good, but I didn't, oh. And then they look at his numbers, they're like, oh, damn, he's really good, right? The Rose are going to be in it. The Rose are going to be in it. Okay. He's, and I think that's going to push him up there. I mean, I'm not putting any of my money. If I'm if I'm taking anybody's money that's that's past Tucker's money, I'm going Adley Rutschman. I was trying to look it up while you guys were talking to see where Adley's at. That's where I'd like to have some cash. Really? For MVP? Man, I just feel like if the Orioles are supposed to do it, there's going to be a huge light shine on him. And it's a year kind of like I'm sure he's coming out at like, 2000 2500 something like that i couldn't yeah. find it right away but like a buster posey type of year you look back at his mvp season he wasn't he wasn't like what we were just talking about wit or acuna where it's like 40 and you know 20 bags it's just the surefire leader of a playoff team and they're gonna need him at least plus 1600 okay Okay. One, two, three, four, five. He's sixth. 